Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game. Chuck Show hanging out in the Key Studios. Final hour of the program is the start of the Brown Liquor Music Hour. I got in the mood for some new edition. So, can you, what is it, what is it, so you, can you stand can the rain? Can you stand yeah. the rain, yes. Me and some friends performed this song in the high school talent show my senior year of high school. Wait, say that again now? Some friends of mine, me and some uh, good friends from high school, we performed uh-huh. this in the high school talent okay. show. Yeah, this uh, is the Johnny Gill era of uh, yeah. New Edition. Yeah, this was the first album they did after, well, not first, but... Uh, Once Bobby left? One, after Bobby had left. I, th- I want to say they did like one or two in between, but this was like the first one after, because there was like a little hiatus right that they hadn't done any music and then when they dropped this one and johnny was in the group and kind of put them back on the map map and put them you know really put them back in uh in the in the in the scene as you would say because they even had a stint where they did some music with puffy like uh they 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 kind of re 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 uh what do you call it uh just re-emerged and like reinvented themselves reinvented themselves Mm -hmm. yeah and Became because you got to think when this album came out, like you said, you and I were in high school, right? And then even after this album, they didn't do anything for a while. Everybody kind of started doing solo projects. Oh yeah, yeah, and yeah. Then, I mean, by by the early '90s, they were all being they were all split up yeah. on their own. I mean, because they Bell Biv DeVoe, Johnny Gill went yeah. out on his own, Ralph Tresvant was yep. on his own. I mean, obviously Bobby was doing his own thing with with um, Don't Be Cruel. Yeah. I mean, so so they but the fact that they were able to like, you know, because of those separate entities and then this album and you know, they've been able to survive all these years and they still perform well from everything that I see. So, you know, good stuff. Yeah, they um you know, we said that they were in concert. What what was that? They about, were was, was that about a year ago that they were in no, concert? No, they were just here recently. Oh, really? Yeah. I mean, they kind of almost perform. They've they've been kind of performing almost every year, almost. Um, But they were just here, what, back in March, I want to say? Really? Because I wanted to go to the concert. Or is it coming up? I know there was a new edition concert. I feel like it already happened. Where where, Um, where was it? State Farm. Was it a State Farm? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Who Um, opened for them? That I don't know. Um, I just remember, yeah, yeah, I'm almost positive it happened because I wanted to go. 
and because I wanted to take my wife, and I remember a high school friend of mine that lives here now in Georgia actually reached out and was like, "Hey, do you have any you know connect on tickets?" And I was like, "Bro, I'm trying to get some myself. I wish." Um, so yeah, it was back in March. Hold on, aren't you're Day Day Lewis? Yeah, you, you're V103. Listen, you couldn't get the you couldn't get the concert. I'm in the same boat as you, sir. Oh yeah. <laughs> listen, I I tr- listen. It's I not tried, like back in the day. Like I yeah. I mean, I tried to get Dua Lipa tickets a couple years ago. And, yeah. Whew, man, that was like pulling teeth. And and again, I understand they give them to the clients and stuff like that. But I mean, well, yeah, I, and it's changed. You know, before the pandemic, you know, we're all digital now, so it's not like physical tickets are actually in the building anymore. Like. No, no, yeah, everything's, everything's online. Yeah. Everything's online. Right, you know, right. back in the prior to COVID, you know, we would still get, you know, tickets. But, and but that's, but that's also, but that also makes it very easy because yeah. if I'm going to Atlanta United on right. Saturday, right? And and Kim Webb, who I think what, what is she, our HR person or something like that? Yeah, yeah. but I mean, she business she, department. Or yeah, what, but I mean, yeah. she and she doesn't work here. I think I don't think she works here in Atlanta, right? She was. I don't know. I, I don't think, think she's she, remote, she, though. I, yeah. yeah, I was gonna say I don't think she's in Atlanta anymore. But but she may be. But whatever. I mean, but you know, she's like our HR person. Mm-hmm. They can just uh, th- just transfer the tickets to yep. you digitally. Yep. Like I got some Braves tickets earlier in the year. I got some Atlanta United, t- and they can just you know no you don't have to like in the old days you'd have to go down mm-hmm. or you know I'd have to like even at times I've had to go down to um, oh gosh what's what was the old what was the what was the lady's name. That used to kind of handle the tickets here oh, um, on the eighth floor. Uh, down by Rick's office? Yes. Uh, Carla. Carla. Yes. So, I mean, I've had to go down to her office. Like, I got, um, uh, <laughs> went right before I had my heart attack, mm-hmm. I had gotten tickets to Disney on Ice for right. my daughter and I to go. And then I had my heart attack and was, mm-hmm. you know, at, you know, Kennestone Hospital and, right, right. you know, could not really attend. You know, right. I was, you know, trying to, you know, I had tubes all stuck in me right. and you know everything else but but my daughter and my ex you know my daughter and my ex-wife went mm-hmm. but they were like they were they were physical tickets like they right. were in in your hand in an envelope and stuff like yeah. that th- th- those days are long gone for oh, us yeah. now i mean well i remember when when i went to the olympics i bought tickets from a guy that was kind of selling them secondhand but but i mean he he didn't jack up the prices. I mean, it wasn't like ticket, you know, like what what's the scalpers and all. Yeah, that. Yeah, I mean, but oh, like, like Seat Geek and all, yeah, seat whatever geek they're and called, Vivid Seats yeah. and all that kind of stuff. It wasn't like one of those guys, but he was a ticket broker in the Galleria, and and this is when the Galleria was kind of in that transitional phase where they had a movie theater. Oh but yeah, really yeah, like didn't. back in the nineties. Yes. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. This was not I mean ninety six. Yeah, I mean yeah. when I when I bought the tickets, but right. you know, like it was. But it was not the same high-end mall that it was when it opened. Right. But it still had some things in it. And there was a ticket broker in there, and I got all my Olympic tickets from him. Mm. And, you know, like they were the physical, you know, they had the the long yellow ticket and all that. They were decorative and all that kind of stuff. But I got all my – I got because I got boxing and baseball and volleyball and um, track and field and – I got like seven, eight events or whatever like that that, right. that I went to, and uh, and they were all physical tickets. And again, a lot of people still have their Olympic tickets and stuff right. like that. So yeah, um, you know, it's it's obviously that that phase of you know, like I've seen a lot of auctions online of famous tickets, right? right? Like like whatever Michael Jordan's first NBA game. Like right. we talked about that. I think Michael, right? That the guy that had the auction for Michael Jordan's 
Um, maybe it was my other producer. What, what was the other guy's name? Oh, Dylan. Oh, yeah, him. <laughs> um, but uh, we were talking about uh, some guy found in a shoebox uh, two tickets to uh, Michael Jordan's first game. Oh, wow. One of them wasn't used, though, because his buddy canceled out on him. So he, the guy went to the game, but he had one, like, ripped ticket, but he had one fresh one. Oh. And the ticket sold for, like, quarter million dollars. Wow. And it was like $250,000, something like that. Wow. Because it was like the whole ticket. Like, it wasn't right. just, one like a ripped ticket. It was, you know, the actual full ticket that he had bought. Um, but that's all gone away now. I mean, yeah. now, now we can't. Now if you, you know, again, tickets, you know, Everything, online. Yeah, thing, yeah it's all digital. digital. Yeah. yeah. But it does make it easy from from that standpoint. Yeah, from that standpoint, yeah. But uh, but working in radio, it makes it uh, the days of being able to say, well, let me see as we get closer to the show right, if there's right, anything right. extra. Right. Like we have no clue what's going on until we get that no. email saying, hey, if you want to go. <laughs> yeah, like they don't uh, – uh, Travis Darnot with a two-run homer. So this thing is now 10 to 9. Still fighting chance for the Braves. Um, 10-9 right now. Um, yeah, you know, again, because it's so easy for clients and things like that to go and and all that kind of stuff, then, yeah. you know, we don't – you know, it's not like a client has to come down to the radio station and pick up tickets and stuff like that. Like, they can all be done just digitally. And, yeah. you know, it's really easy now. So Well, it's funny that they didn't think of that before COVID. You know what I mean? Like I'm sure there was digital, the digital aspect, but well, COVID yeah. forced well, forced yeah. I the mean, hand. I mean, Ticketmaster has an app. I mean, yeah, it's, it's had an app for a long time. I mean, but you know, again, um, yeah, I, I I don't know why, but um, but yeah, we we don't seem like we have as much access to no, tickets no, at the radio no. station like what we used to. No, no. And I think part of that, too, was because we used to like if we'd be at events, we could give tickets to to winner to you know to listeners and. But now we don't yeah, do that not, kind I of would, stuff. Anymore. Yeah, I would. I wouldn't do that stuff. Well, not you, yeah, but yeah, yeah, like the promo yeah. team. We I mean, maybe would, like yeah. maybe like Dukes and Bell or something like that. But I'm not. I'm <laughs> oh, not they wouldn't. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Are we? Uh, are we invited to that? Uh, um, are they having that? Um, um, the Father's Day. Yeah. Uh, I need to ask Mike when he gets back tomorrow. With the, I'm sure you, you'll probably I'll probably be here <sighs> without a doubt. It's a weekday, so. Um, but I'm pretty sure they'll want you there. Hope not. Hope not. <laughs> Yeah. Can, I, can I? Can well, I? Well, you're supposed to take your daughter. I think everybody's supposed to have their their kids there as well. I, my daughter's not gonna. I mean, what's she gonna do? Stay up till eleven o'clock at night? Hang out with me till eleven o'clock at night? It'd be that late, would it? I'll, I'll be doing a show. Well, if you're doing your show, well, yeah. yeah, I'll be doing the show. We'll just Uber her home or have her mom come pick oh, her up. Oh, come on! I'm not gonna. Uh, so I'm gonna stick my teenage daughter in an Uber. Well, by then herself. have her have your have her mom come right. and get her. Seventy miles from where she lives. It's Father's Day. Okay, seventy miles from where she lives. She doesn't meet me halfway <laughs> to get my daughter. Seventy. She's gonna drive to. She's gonna drive from Canton, Georgia. Give me your number. I'll to call her. Buckhead. I'll call her. Okay. Let me let me see. If, <laughs> let, let me see. She's gonna drive from Canton at night after working all day down to Buckhead to help me out. Are, are you? Are, have you been drug tested? <laughs> Have you have you gone to see you know the pee in a cup guy or whatever? <laughs> Come on, man. Yeah, it that's, is a weekday. That's not that's not going to happen. Um, from our buddy J Dub, they were here with Guy, Keith Sweat. Yeah, back and, in March, March, yeah, March, and yep. Tyrese opened for them. Uh, Tank was there too. Well, thanks for that. 
but where'd they and they were at State, State Farm. State Farm Arena. Okay, State yeah. Farm. Yeah. Like I said, they've kind of they've been pretty consistent with touring um together. Now, now is Keith Sweat with them the whole time or is it just because he was no, they I were think, here in Atlanta? I think he was on the tour. I'm not hundred percent really? sure, but I think he was because it was a tour. It was called the Legacy Tour. Well, I just thought yeah. that I just thought it was new. I I just saw it was new edition. Yeah, no, no, it was a it was a full on tour, and I want to say he, him, and Tyrese. And I think that whole lineup toured together. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. Because I, uh, uh, you know, back in the old days, like they would have like the Club MTV tours. Right. That's one of the places where I saw B- uh, Bell Biv DeVoe. Okay. So the Club MTV tour was it was Bell Biv DeVoe. It was Tony, Tony, Tony. Oh, that's nice. It was oh gosh. Who's the guy that sang that song, Still Knocking the Boots? Um, oh, um, that was H-Town. H-Town. Yeah. No, 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 no. That wasn't H-Town. Not, not Knocking no. the Boots? No, that that was, no, no, no. That's the song. Um, is it Candyman? Hold on. We we had this discussion before. Um, it was like Candyman, Still Knocking the Boots. Nah, I can't look all this up, though. Quickly, but um, no, I think it was Candyman. Wasn't H Town? Wasn't 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 H Town? Uh, let me see what uh, see if I can find Candyman, American singer, rapper. Yeah, Knocking the Boots by Candyman. Okay, so his, yeah. that was the more upbeat version, wasn't yes. it? Yeah. No, I mean no. It was. It had the it had the sample of Ooh boy, I love you so. Yeah, well, that's what I mean by upbeat. Like it wasn't because yeah. the H Town version was a was ballad. Ballad yeah, style. no, no, no. This this was like a dance song yeah. uh, that he did. So it was. It I know. Was, I remember. Yeah, yeah. yeah it I was exactly. him, and then it was somebody else who was on the Club MTV. The Club MTV tour. No, it wasn't Vanilla Ice. It it might have been Jane Child. Um, oh wow, I actually like that song. Yeah. So I think I think it might have been her. But it, it it was like you know a handful of these artists and stuff like that. And then the Budweiser Superfest was. I remember that. Yeah. Was. Um, Budweiser Superfest was Bell Biv DeVoe, Digital Underground. Um, oh gosh, uh, Ralph Tresvant was on that tour. Ralph oh, Tresvant nice. was okay. on that that tour as well. And I'm trying to remember who else was on that. One Key Sweat, um, maybe Guy or somebody like that. But but again, it was like one of those kind of Superfest tours. So this was what this sounds like that this was what this was with New Edition and Key Sweat and everybody. Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure it was nice too. Because again, I mean. Again, they're on my bucket list. Like I said, seen them separate, but never seen them as a whole. And you think Bobby can Bobby function at this point? I saw some clips, and um, I mean, he's still, you know, because I think he, I, I don't know if it's a hundred percent, but I think he's pretty like sobered up. Um, so well, um, he's remarried and all that, right? Yeah, I mean, he's yeah, yeah. And uh, I saw clips that people put out there. He looked, I mean, you know, he out of all of them, he probably moves the least, the best. You know, um, I met. Ronnie DeVoe at uh, when he lived here in Smyrna. Well, you know, he was on WAOK. He was doing a real estate show. Oh, okay. Yeah, he was. Uh, this was probably. So he lived He lived off of, he lived in kind of the Smyrna Vinings area. Okay. Off of, I want to say it was Atlanta Highway um, where he was living. And I, uh, I, I, I gave him a quote for some landscape work at his house. Oh, okay. Um, he came out and, and met him and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, I mean, yeah. So, but this was, oh, I don't know, twenty years ago, maybe. Okay. I mean, maybe, maybe. I mean, it was, it was, it was after the, it was after they had kind of like 
faded out in their popularity and stuff like that. So, gotcha. But, but he was living out in the – he was in the Smyrna Vinings area because I met somebody, and then he came out, and we started talking and that kind of stuff. And I was, okay. like, I was like, wait a second. <laughs> BBD? <Yeah. laughs> so, anyway. Yeah, nice. Um, but, yeah, so I think it was Atlanta Highway. Atlanta Road, maybe? Atlanta Road? Or Atlanta Road, yeah. yeah. That that area, that, that Smyrna Vining yeah, area, I know, Atlanta Road. We kind of live over in that area, so I know where you're talking about. Oh, you're highfalutin. Well, yeah. Sam Mitchell, I think, still lives over there. Well, it's a lot of people in that area. Yeah, Sam Mitchell mm-hmm. lived in the Smyrna Vining's area for a long time, so I don't know if he's still over there or not, but I thought he, maybe until recently, he was over there. All right, when uh, we get back. Is there any chance that the Falcons could double dip with 1,000-yard rushers? We can open up the phone lines, 404-726-0929. 404-726-0929. Talk about that next. Chuck in the Kia Studios. Sports Radio, 929 Game, the Odyssey.com app. The truth is in the tears I cry. Because if it is Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Sports Radio, 92.9, the game back at it. Chuck Show, Brown Liquor Music Hour rolling right along. Bobby Brown going title track to the Don't Be Cruel album. Sure was a lot of hits on this album. <laughs> it was just stacked up and down. Up and down. Oh, yeah. Whew. 404-726-0929. That is our Solomon Brothers Diamond Text Line. We can open up the phone lines to you if you want. Um, we took some calls earlier on this. So, you know... The Falcons were the first team in NFC history 
to have two guys that ran for 1,000 yards in the same season. Mike Vick and Warwick Dunn, they both ran for over 1,000 yards. Like Mike was 1,039 yards, and I don't know what Warwick's number was. But they were the first team in NFC history to have done that. It, it had happened three times before. The uh, Steelers did it with Rocky Blyer and um, uh, Franco Harris. By the way, do you know Rocky Blyer was a Vietnam veteran? No, I did not. Yes, he was. He was a Vietnam veteran. He lost, I think he lost part of his foot in uh, Vietnam. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, played at Notre Dame, right? He played at Notre Dame because Franco Harris played at Penn State. I think Rocky Blyer played at Notre Dame. But anyway, um, Rocky Blyer, Franco Harris, they had done it. Uh, Larry Zonka, Mercury Morris, they had done, I think, in the in the 72 season when they were undefeated. Uh, and then the only other time it had been done before the Falcons did it in 06 was the Cleveland Browns, who with Ernest Biner and Kevin Mack had done it in, um, that was the 88 season, right? That was the second, that was the fumble game. Not the drive, but the fumble. Uh, I think Mack and Biner had gone for 1,000 yards uh, that year. So the Falcons were the first team in the NFC to do it. Since then, it's been done by, been done by the Giants, been done by the Panthers. Um, and the latest uh, team to have done it was, Lamar Jackson and Mark Ingram from the uh, Baltimore Ravens. But could the Falcons find a way to have Tyler Algier and B. John Robinson be a thousand yard rushers? And we took some calls on this earlier. Look, I don't think it's out of the question. So a few things. One is this offense is still going to be a run heavy offense. It's still going to be a run first type of offense. And you don't have a running back that is in the mold of a Derrick Henry from the standpoint of you can give him the ball 25, 30, 35 times a game, right? Like we don't have a running back that can shoulder that kind of load. So you're gonna have a you're gonna have a split of some of the carries just naturally. And they wanna be a multi-headed monster when it comes to running the football. Second thing is, is that I don't think Desmond Ritter is going to run it nearly as much as what Marcus Mariota did. Will there be some packages for Desmond Ritter to run? Yes. But there were there were absolutely designed runs consistently through games for Marcus Mariota. Now, we know why, because you want him throwing the football? <coughs> you want him hucking it around, dropping back 25, 30 times a game? No, of course not. He was a dreadful passer. Again, I told at times we looked incompetent throwing the football. At, at times it was, it was just like ridiculous to watch. It's like, have we ever thrown a forward pass? So that's the other part about it is that I don't think they I don't think they want to put Ritter in that kind of harm's way. Also, though, I don't think they want to put the burden of trying to win games on the shoulders of Desmond Ritter. You know what do we lean on? Control the game, run the football, keep things close. Keep the score down, right? And and go from there. And and then, you know, keep the things close where we can, you know, strike at some point and then find a way to win. I think too is that your offensive line is a run first offensive line. You know, it's a lot easier, you know, to run block when you're just going up north and south and doing your thing. But we're a run first offensive line. McGarry, Lindstrom, Dahlman. Bergeron, Matthews. I mean, that's we're a we're a run first built offensive line, not dropping all the way back and pass coverage thing like that. McGarry's a guy that is a really good run blocker, but 
You don't want him allowing, you know, or having a quarterback drop back 40 times a game for all of it. So I think for a lot of those reasons. And the other reason, Avery Williams is now not in the mix. So that may put a little bit more burden on Cordero Patterson to return kicks, return punts. Now, we don't know for sure that he's going to return punts. He'll return kicks. but We don't know for sure that he's going to return punts. But I wouldn't mind seeing Cordero Patterson back there returning punts. So if that's the case, you may lighten his load as far as offensive production goes because you do have a two-headed monster and you have young guys who can do that. So I don't think it's entirely crazy to say that the Falcons may end up with two 1,000-yard rushers. And we know that a guy like Bijan Robinson can break off big runs, right? I mean, we know that he can he can handle big runs, but um again, he can he can, you know, break things away. Now Tyler Algier is not the Tyler Algier is not the kind of guy that um breaks away on a on a big time run, but certainly Bijan Robinson can be that guy. And Tyler Algier averaged almost five yards a carry. Remember, he averaged 4.9 yards per carry last year. You start averaging five yards a carry, and especially behind this offensive line, you can rack up some rushing yards. And we finished third in the NFL in rushing yards last year. So I don't think it's a completely crazy sentiment to think that we could find a way to have two 1,000-yard rushers. We may not have Derrick Henry run for 2,000 yards, but we could have two guys that run for 1,000 yards apiece. And if we did that, that would make us the first team in NFL history to have had two, two seasons where two guys ran for 1,000 yards. That's never been done before. And I think that looking at the quarterback, <clears throat> not wanting to put him under duress, not wanting, putting him, not wanting him to be in harm's way, <clears throat> I think we could see a true split of the carries between Robinson and Algier. Now, if B. John Robinson, you know, who's going to play all over the place, you know, wide receiver, this and that, and right split out and, and all these good kinds of things, he may not be a guy that gets a ton of carries, but you feel like he can hit a home run on any carry that he gets, right? You feel like that if he's at the 50-yard line, he breaks one through, he can take it to the house. He can, he's got the speed to be able to run, you know, away from people. Tyler Algier doesn't have that kind of speed, but Bijan Robinson does. So, again, you know, we'll see how this offense plays itself out. But I think that, you know, what, what, are, what do they always say about um, a running game, right? That's a young quarterback's best friend in the NFL. And as Ritter goes into the first year of his, you know, hopefully long-term starting role on this team, that's a quarterback's best friend is to have a really good run game. And you got two guys who can shorter the load. Look, think about the fact that Tyler Algier had 1,000 yards in seven starts. Now, he played every week. He played 17 games. But he only started – well, actually, 16 games. He started seven, though. Seven. It's all he started. Seven games last year. Bijan will probably be right out of the gate in the starting lineup. So you figure that those two guys could churn up a lot of yards. And I think that we want to be a team that obviously wants to run the football, control the clock, and, you know, dictate the pace of the game. And with that, those two guys could have outstanding seasons. As long as they become a good red zone efficient offense, 
I got no problem with it. I, 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 that's the main thing that I want with, with this team is to be 67% touchdown efficiency in the red zone. If we can be that, we'll be a really good offense. So um, we'll see what happens. All right, Braves, uh, right now, 10-9 to 9 right now as uh, the Braves are batting in the bottom of the ninth right now. So it looks like one out uh, for the Braves. So Braves trying to tie uh, this thing up. Um, guys are doing things all over the place. Riley's got a home run. He's got a couple of RBI. He's four for five tonight. Darno's three for four with three runs and two RBI. Riley scored three runs uh, as well. Eddie Rosario's two, uh, two for five with a run. Marcelo Zuna's hit a home run in this game. Um, they've gotten five hits out of the seven, eight, and nine spot in their order. Harris has a couple of hits and a walk. Arcia's got two hits and an RBI. Marcelo Zuna's got a hit, a home run, and an RBI. Ronnie's one for four. He's scored and driven in a run. And Olsen really has been the one that hasn't really done as much. One for five, hasn't scored, hasn't driven in a run. So we'll see what the Braves can rally uh, at this point. Um, Dave Robertson in for the uh, Mets uh, right now, who they've used six pitchers. Verlander, I mean, think about the two starters tonight. Verlander and Spencer Strider combined for seven innings pitched, 15 hits, 13. Runs, twelve of them earned with six walks and eleven strikeouts and three homers given up. Verlander had eighty-two pitches in three innings. Strider had eighty-seven pitches through four innings. Wasn't exactly either one of those guys' best starts that we've seen out of him, right? And, and we joked about the fact that this would be a really good pitching matchup, and here it is, you know, an offensive slugfest. So, anyway, but uh, Braves look to try to tie this thing up. It is bottom of the ninth, so it is crunch time now, so we'll see. Um, oh, wow. And he just and they just tied it up. Yeah, how about that? Dave Robertson just served up a, a meatball and Orlando Arcia. And he knew it as soon yeah, as he Yeah, he did. Yeah, it. again, he hit that thing a long way because <laughs> yeah. that that was and, – and Dave Robertson crunched over to the mound and just – he knew as soon as he gave up that ball that it was a home run. Um, so, Arcia now with three hits, a run and two RBI. Arcia's hitting 326 with a 382 on base and a 486 slugging percentage. Think he's not having fun playing every day? Think he's not doing things, you know, playing every single day now, getting in the lineup. I'll say it. Uh, I'll say it every day. Most dangerous lineup in baseball, in my opinion. Yeah, I, I mean, mean they're, just, they're bottom we, of the order is just ridiculous. Yeah, they get that. They get that. Uh, the pitching, the, those arms together, Braves are going to be a problem. Yeah, absolutely. So, all right, one more segment to go. We'll head to the top of the hour in the JR Sports Brief. Chuck Green, the Key Studios, Sports Radio, not the game, Odyssey.com app.
As we turn the corner into the new year, a lot of people are looking to get healthier. That includes Hero Bread, who have just launched their new recipe using heart-healthy olive oil. Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. All with no compromise on the taste, texture, and bready goodness you expect from your favorites. Now they're listening to their fans and updating their recipe with olive oil, an antioxidant-rich oil that's been shown to reduce cholesterol and minimize the risk of heart disease. Try it today with code HERO10 for 10% off your purchase at HERO.CO. That's code H-E-R-O-10 for 10% off at Hero.co. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at tmobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at tmobile.com. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Well, it looks like they're uh, going to extra innings in uh, Atlanta tonight. Brown like a music guy rolling right along. Arcia homered in the bottom of the uh, ninth to tie it up. Braves actually rallied. They got two in the eighth, one in the bottom of the ninth. It's now 10, 10 to 10. So there's been 20 runs, 32 hits in the game. So far, um, Nimmo is homered. Alvarez has hit two homers. Darno is homered. Ozuna has homered. Arcia has homered. And Riley has homered. Braves are only three for 14 with runners in scoring position. Mets are only four for 14 with runners in scoring position. So a lot of guys have been left on base in scoring position, and they haven't really capitalized 
on uh, on all of it. Uh, if you didn't hear earlier, Spencer Strider, four innings, eight hits, eight runs, all of them earned, two walks, eight strikeouts, and a couple of home runs that he gave up, 87 pitches in four innings. Uh, not the most efficient night for uh, him. Verlander had three innings of seven hits, five runs, four earned, four walks, a homer, and three strikeouts, 82 pitches in uh, three innings. So uh, do they still do that Fakakta man at second base thing this season? Uh, I think they do, yeah. Oh, God. But I don't think it's um, – Oh, yeah, there you go. Yeah, That's, there he yeah. is, yeah. So, oh. yeah, they still do. I couldn't remember if they were – because I thought I don't know why I was thinking that they didn't do it in the first extra inning, but it was afterward. But no, I guess it is the first extra inning. Yeah, so. they they start. Texture says uh, at four zero four seven two six zero nine two nine. How do Arcia's stats compare to Dansby? Well, to be fair, Dansby's played a lot more games because Arcia was hurt. Um, coming into tonight, and this is not counting tonight's stats because Arcia's three for five, scored a run, driven in two. His average is now up to three twenty six. Um, Arcia was hitting 317 with a 375 on base, four homers, 15 RBI, 21 runs scored. But Dansby's played 60 games. He's only scored 29 runs, 13 doubles, two homers, or sorry, two triples, six homers, 26 RBI, four stolen bases, hitting 266 with a 360 on base. That's one of his highest on base percentages ever. And a four seven, uh, four sixteen slugging, so he's a seven seventy six OPS, and Orlando Arcia was a eight thirty five OPS coming into tonight. And again, all he's done is pad that because he's got a homer, he's got a couple of RBI, he's got uh, three hits on the night. So he's been outstanding. I mean, he's been he's been one of the big stories of the year. Think about, I mean, the bottom of their lineup tonight again. Six for 14, six for 14, two runs, and three RBI out of the seven, eight, and nine hitters. And that's what we talk about, deepest lineup in baseball, right? I asked John Heyman about this last night. I said, is this, is this the deepest lineup in baseball? I said, maybe, you know, could be. And, you know, it's, it's extraordinary what uh, what they can do. So the only guy who's not gotten a hit tonight is uh, Ozzie Albies. He's uh, – been up four times, 0 for 4. He has scored a run in a game. He drew a walk, and um, he's uh, he's uh, the only guy in the starting lineup that doesn't have a hit. One, two, three, four, five, six. Six guys in the lineup have multiple hits tonight. So it's been crazy. I mean, the Mets have been the same way. I mean, you know, they've, they've gotten – Nimmo's got the grand slam, so he's got a couple of runs and four RBI, and he's one for five. Um Alvarez is two for four with the three RBI. So let's hope the Braves can win this thing and sweep the Mets out of here. So I'd like to see them sweep them before they uh, they get out of uh, here. So anyway, 404-726-0929. That is our uh, phone line. Do you watch any hockey playoffs at all, Day-Day? Are you a hockey fan at all? Um, I, I haven't recently. Um, the last time I, I was intensely in, 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 you know, engulfed in hockey playoffs was – like that 90, I want to say it was like 95, 96 era when it was kind of like Detroit and New Jersey kind of were mm-hmm. the two teams yes. that were really the 
the Colorado, hot teams, yeah, Colorado. Colorado. Yeah, I mean, at one time, I mean, Detroit and Colorado were the best rivalry in Yeah, hockey. so that was really the last time I was, like, really into it. Yeah. Yeah, I'm the same way. I, it was it was mid-90s, mm-hmm. um, 95, 96. I mean, I was a – you know, I was a Penguins fan only only because I, I I'm from Northeast Ohio. We right. didn't have a professional hockey team, so Pittsburgh was the closest place that we had. So um, I did go to the Igloo once, um, mm, but nice. I was a uh, I, I was a I was a uh, Penguins fan, but I, I was really into a lot of the players in you know Colorado and Detroit were such a good rivalry. I mean, right. it was really a good rivalry, and they were full of stars. I mean, again, the Joe Sackicks and the um, um, and uh, Sergey Fedorov and Mike. And uh, sorry, Brendan Shanahan and uh, Steve Eiserman and who was the guy that? Um, oh gosh, the guy that from Colorado. I can see his face. I mean, he was one of the best two-way players in in the NHL. Um, Forsberg, Peter Forsberg, uh, Peter Forsberg, Joe Sack, guys like that. I mean, and then you know you had like these teams that weren't very good, but they had stars, right? I mean, right. Team Mussolini, Paul Correa for Anaheim. Um, you know, guys like that that were. Uh, obviously, the uh, the uh, Flyers with the uh, Legion of Doom, uh, Brindamore, Lindros, uh, what's the guy's name? John LeClaire, right? I mean, that was their starting line, and you know they, those guys were you know like all fifty goal scorers and stuff like that. So Gretzky and stuff. I mean, you know Pavel Bure, uh, one of my favorite players. You know, I liked all the Russians, Sergey Fedorov, <laughs> Pavel right. Bure. Like I, I love the Russian players. Like they. They played a very open style, and they were just, you know, going after it. So I always loved some of the Russian uh, players that were in the NHL. But, um, you know, I, I would love for hockey to be back in Atlanta, you know, just to give you, just to give us more options. And, and I'll be honest with you, I think hockey, I, I think hockey belongs up in the Burbs. Like I, I don't, again, I don't have a problem if it's downtown or whatever, if it's, you know, at State Farm Arena or whatever. I got a problem with all of that, but I can see for a change of pace, you know, like something like hockey being out in the burbs, you know, um, the, you know, and it would depend on who would own the team, you know, like who would own the hockey team in Atlanta. I, I don't know who the, besides Arthur Blank. I mean, so forget, take Arthur Blank out of the mix and take uh, Bernie Marcus out of the mix. So if those guys aren't in the mix, Who's the you know and take Tony Wrestler out of it? I, I was guess say as you're well. taking Wrestler out. Yeah, of it I'm too. taking Tony Wrestler out of it as well. Who's the who's the billionaire in town that would own the ho- that would own the hockey team? Who's the next billionaire? I mean, it'd be somebody like would it be somebody like Tyler Perry or are, are there like other billionaire businessmen in town here? I don't know. That's a good question. I mean, obviously, it'd have to be. Not to say that I mean I know absolutely nothing about Tyler Perry, but obviously you want it to be somebody that's gonna be really into hockey. Yeah, and I'm game. not saying he could be an owner by himself because you got to be a billionaire. Yeah, you got to be a billionaire, and I think the biggest thing is you got to be you got to be into it. Like the thing about the Falcons was Arthur Blank was he was into the team. He wanted a team that was going to be a winning team. Right. He didn't want a team just to say, I own an NFL right. team. Right. And I think you have too much of that sometimes with people buying and investing, you know, in these investor groups. It's all about just saying, having your name on a franchise right. versus really being invested and, you know, going through the ups and downs of, you know, luxury tax to win and, you know, just all of that stuff. So, that's what whoever it is, it's got to be somebody that's going to want to really sweat it and gut it out 
for to for them to be successful because does you no good if you just got a team and and they suck and again to your point if they are in the burbs even up there no one's gonna go see them. Yeah, I I agree. I you know look let's face it the the Braves are up in the burbs. Yeah, I mean they're up in the burbs. Now. Yeah, that's the burbs. Yeah, sort of. Yeah. I mean it's not it's not Atlanta. It's not it's not the city. Of, no, it's of not Atlanta. the city. I mean it's not. The city of Atlanta. Um, and look, I selfishly, like where they're talking about putting the arenas and stuff like that, that's right up by me. I mean, that's in that North I mean, that's Point. a good area. That's not a oh, bad yeah, area. Course. And again, yeah. if you got a good product, that's the perfect spot. If the team is a winning team. The only problem would be the traffic tie-up. Yeah. I mean, that, that area is completely congested already. Yeah, that's true. You, you would have... I mean, again, it would just be ridiculous up there. I mean, again, Marta does not go that far, so Marta Marta is miles south of where where that area would be of the arena and stuff yeah. like that. It it just that area gets so congested. I mean, I mean, if you if you ever drive around Old Milton Parkway by mm-hmm. um by the uh, what is it called the um, the uh, the Avalon, yeah, uh, it's as it's as congested as could be. You can't get around some of those areas, and the parking is atrocious. Because you'd have to build the arena and parking and everything else. It's just uh, the the. I, I like the concept of it. I don't know that the area fits with everything, just because of you'd have to do something about traffic. You'd either yeah. have to expand Marta, or you'd have to do something about the traffic. Because there's no way you can just drive around. I'm I'm telling you, like I live up there and I mm-hmm. deal with it every moment of every day. You can't just drive around up there and then all of a sudden plop down an event that gets another twenty. Listen. Even when they have those concerts at the amphitheater, that that um, that, that uh, it used to be the Verizon. I don't know if it's yeah, still whatever, is. whatever it is. Yeah. The the it, it's Ameris. Is it Ameris Bank? Yeah, I think that's what it is. Yeah, now. I think it's yeah. Ameris Bank Amphitheater. Even then, the traffic gets tied up, and there's five different ways to get in there, and it's not nearly the kind of crowd that you would get for a hockey match. But um, certainly, it's suburbia out there. So anyway, but I'd like to have hockey back though. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, it's, I, I it's went. I used to go to the Thrasher games. Yeah, I did too. It was more. It's more fun to go to a hockey game than to watch it on TV. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and hockey was the first time that I realized sitting up higher was better yes. to enjoy. Yes. You yes. know, it's you know football, all that. You kind of like to be hockey. You want to sit up top because you can keep up with that puck. Yep. And just you can just really see the full action. Yep. So I, I me and my daughter used to go all the time. Um, the one benefit games. about being down low is when the guys go into the, the boards. Board. Yeah, yeah, that was probably the only thing I never got to experience. Yeah. But other than that, I mean, I, I loved. And minor, games. minor league hockey is good for a lot of fights. That that's the one thing about the, <laughs> the gladiators and all that kind of stuff. All right, gonna wrap things up with the love TKO up next. Chuck Green, the Key Studios, Sports Red, now to the game on com app.
Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.